Hello, everybody, and welcome to the last ounce of sanity in the world. Buckle your seatbelts and cash that stimulus, baby, because <laughs> we're about to take the rest of that sanity away. Today, I have a special guest representing Sacramento, California, Floor Gang's crew, promoter of Break Bread, B-Boy C-Note. What's up, dude? What's good? How you doing? I'm doing great, man. Just trying to, you know, keep it moving and shit. How you doing? Shit, I'm chilling. You know what I'm saying? It's a good Sunday. Vibing yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice weather, actually, right now. Hell yeah. It's kind of been off and on around here, but no, it's pretty nice right now. Um, so I wanted to bring you on um, because I like, I really like the way you dance, and um, I want to kind of get your take on like how you approach just the dance and your art form. Um, so can you help me maybe understand a little bit of, of like what this art means to you and, and how it helps you connect to the world? Yeah, I mean... First off, I started dancing when I was like, I'd say about 10, 11. Mm -hmm. But I remember like my mom had the movie Breaking. Like, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you feel me? The first one. And first off, shout out to Ozone, RIP. Yeah, RIP. But uh, man. I remember just seeing that as a kid and like a bunch of Michael Jackson too and everything. Mm -hmm. and, like, that's when I could really process what I was seeing. And I would just, you know, mimic it and everything. So I think like a lot of that inspiration from them kind of started me to want to get into it mm -hmm. and i didn't really visualize like the art behind it because usually when i first started dancing it was just for like props and like to make mm. the family happy and everything you know you dance at like little family gatherings mm -hmm. and then shit but like i guess you know that when i really got inspired into it and the art was probably in like high school going to mcclatchy and uh i was i remember air steps shout out to them just like well you went to mcclatchy for reals yeah that's where McClatchy. chai went i think too yep i remember i was a shout out to swells i remember uh seeing him too man okay uh, he was like some of the first people i seen it was like uh swells freak rock yeah uh remember one from outsiders yeah, yeah that dude's dope ja, uh elja ja mexican, mexican. Yeah. yeah uh less all of them they used to come to like mcclatchy during the week to come mm -hmm. practice and uh there was this teacher named mr Liminoff who would let his classroom be open to the b-boys and everything mm. so i remember i would just go up in there you feel me after school and just kind of peep it out and uh yeah that was when i really started peeping the art behind it and like really watching i remember seeing rodney because he was like the first black b-boy i seen i was like mm -hmm. okay cool like but he was like killing it so i was like yeah, man and still like i said high school yeah i remember that'll probably be when i found out that this was something i wanted to do for the rest of my life mm after seeing like that but like i didn't start battling until like the end of high school and shit and mm -hmm. yeah that's probably about when i started battling no maybe a little bit before that but yeah no nah. i remember meeting all those guys because well, I, I used to train with all of them like when i was in high school and stuff i mean like what i'm probably like three or four years older than you how old i'm 31 okay i'm 33 okay so i'm only two years older yeah so um yeah, because I remember meeting all them, and we would train, like, all the fucking time, every day. Like, Hell they yeah. would be, even come out to our school. And we were kind of far, because it was, I was at El Camino High School, and they were out there in, um, like, El Southwest. Camino is out the way, It's out the way, yeah. Who used to throw jams? Didn't Larry used to throw jams over there? Or didn't he throw a jam over there? Um, I, Vince used to throw jams in Fair Oaks, yeah. which was at that community center. Yeah, it's that not was. that far away from... El Camino. Oh, actually, you know what? I think Larry did throw a jam at. Yeah, he El threw. Camino. Shout out to Faso, you feel me? Um, but oh, I remember there was a jam way out. They there. had a big like, gym there. Yeah, yeah. I, I could see him throwing a jam there. It actually. was it was somewhere way out there, and I just remember it was like a jam. I don't remember somebody from out of state came, 
I don't mm-hmm. remember. I think there was like some Utah dudes or something, but it was like back oh, in yeah. the, uh, back in the flex days and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I I think I vaguely remember that. Honestly, a lot of that shit is like freaking. Like I don't even remember a lot of that stuff. It's just lost to time at this point because yeah. <laughs> this is so much that happened. I, I don't know. Maybe it's getting old or whatever. I mean, I'm not even that old, but I feel like I can't remember a lot of stuff anymore. That shit funny. That somebody should write a story or write a book about it. It'll be. I would buy it. Maybe I should write a book about it. That's right. The break bread flex flex story. <laughs> yeah. No, I Hell had no, munch. I ain't going to do that. I can't be speaking on all that stuff. I had Munch on here to talk about flex um, not that long ago. Um, it was interesting. I mean, just because he, I was, he's in flex way after mm-hmm. me. Um, so I was never in it at the same time he was. And it's just got, you know, a lot of story. I, I, I honestly want to get Abel on here um, to talk about this. I hit him up and he's like, nah, I don't want to come on. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Shout out to Munster. But, yeah. No, I mean, I think shout out to, to Flex Flav. They're doing their thing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of, like, kind of dramatic history of it. But I think it's, to me, it's all water under the bridge at this point. It's all breaking. You feel me? It's, it's just like, breaking, yeah. It ain't, it ain't real life. It's like, yeah, it's, it's not. Breaking. It's we like, all approach this as a hobby. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think if you're approaching this as, like, some fucking thing, you know, uh, it's just going to cause drama in your life. And you don't mm-hmm. need it. Like, dancing is should be fun and stuff. So exactly but i i think um abe is like an important character in the in the sack scene he's a he definitely a historical figure did a lot for the scene like really most definitely the scene wouldn't be the way it is without him so he's an important person to have to now, i used to live it. around the corner from abe when i used to live on 29th street in south sack mm-hmm. and i would like walk over to his house just yeah. to be like yo what's up with practice and everything mm-hmm. and just be like make sure i made it to practice because i was with abe and like soaking up a lot of game from that fool but also yeah. like you know he's yeah. abe i think you should interview him though that yeah would no be, that would be tight i think people in sack should, should hear what they, gotta say people people need to hear it because you know i think he's 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 done a lot and he, they need to hear it from his mouth you know um so abe please come on i'm yeah. not gonna i'm not gonna bite <laughs> No. <laughs> uh so anyways back to you um so you said once you started working with those uh, with uh with chai and them uh or dancing with them um you started really like understanding the art form um and so what would you say was maybe like the first thing you were really noticing that uh you got to really uh, focus on to really up your up up yourself up a level in um you know in in this art form there used to be my one of my homies at uh mcclatchy his name was jack he okay. was this this white dude i think he was like white and like i don't know i don't want to get it wrong but he was like mm-hmm. white and some type of asian okay yeah but he was doing like jackhammers and crickets and that was oh. the first move i seen where i was like man i want to learn how to do that and i remember like he took he showed me like how to do it, and so I, I spent like a whole like summer and a half learning how to do that shit mm-hmm. before I even learned windmills. It was like two years before I learned windmills after that, mm. and I just came back and I was like doing that. But then the moment that changed it all was I was living in Meadowview, and uh, I remember I would just be breaking in front of my mom's apartment and shit, mm. like just on like some cardboard or on the concrete because I was like hyped after watching B Street or like Dance 360 was on. <laughs> that used to come on. Yeah, that's what it was. Tag Dance him in. Tag, Tag him, him in. in. Yeah, so that used head to come to on head. TV. I would get home after school and want to yeah. watch that and then like be hyped and just be like, man, I got to practice like all yeah. this. So then I would be outside practicing and I remember there was this this kid that I used to hang out with in these apartments. His name was Xavier. Mm. You feel me? And, I think I um, him. 
we would always be kicking and whatnot. But I remember one day he came over and he was like, man, my big brother will beat you in this. He raw. Like, <laughs> and I was like, who your big brother? Go get your big brother. So he like took me to get his, get his big brother. And his big brother was Fatso. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then I was just like, Dope. oh, like hella young. Like, whatever, I'll battle you. Whatever, woo woo. And he came and he sunned me hella hard. He was like, you know, name all those moves you just did. <laughs> and I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know. I was just like, jackhammer, cricket. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just needed to know, like, he had he had the game. And I was just like, all right, what's up with that? Like, started hitting him up and being like, what's up? And he would, like, throw me a tape or two to watch. Mm. And then I would start trying to come to practice. But it was, like, two years my mom wouldn't let me go to practice oh, yeah, before yeah, yeah. because I was, like, hella young. Yeah. And uh, when I finally got to go to practice, I was always hitting Larry up. Like, mm. Yeah, I mean, I think I remember when you started coming around a mm-hmm. lot. Yeah, no. It's like he's the one that really, like, got me into it seriously to where I, like, started realizing what, like, crews are and, like, the moves and, like, the history and shit behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I really want to get him on here, too, because he, he, he had a big run in terms of, like, throwing a lot of events. And before that, he was, you know, with us deep in, like, battling and stuff and freaking really, like kind of running shit around here um facts yeah i mean but and now i don't know what he does but i know he djs like weddings and stuff so he's on kind of some other shit he's he's a father and stuff so it's like just fresh yeah so um okay cool uh so that was kind of like a a good introduction to um like uh i guess your history in the dance and how you really started and, and what started connecting you to this art form um can you maybe describe like how like your creation process like when you're in the lab like what are you trying to do what's your goals what are you focusing on is there a certain like method that you use like what's going on well i work out every day like in, okay. the, in the morning so like i wake up around like 5 36 in the morning mm-hmm. and you're like lifting weights or you're running or what? Nah, just like jump roping a okay. lot of stretching drinking yeah. plenty of water um That's i don't cool. usually eat breakfast so, like, I just drink a bunch of coffee and water and, like, mm-hmm. stretch a bunch, work out with push-ups, jump rope. Yeah, that's good. And then um, I pick the days that I'm going to practice, and then I pick what I'm going to practice on those days and oh, break okay. it down. And, like, recently I started writing it out, mm-hmm. in which I've found is really helpful, like, writing out yeah. the moves. Like, I just recently won a jam the first time ever writing out the sets for each round <laughs> and played yeah, yeah, it out yeah. like a playbook. Uh-huh. And, like, I won a jam like that. And it, and it was, like... Yeah. Shot, that's why it brings me back to Flex Flay. Future used to do that. Yeah, and, like, Future would do something that. that I had like came back on. So I did that, and then I just started applying it to my practice. And it was just mm-hmm. like, all right, pick certain days that when you practice, you're gonna go hard on this. So like one day I'll practice footwork and just go hard on footwork mm-hmm. and like transitions. And then another day I'll like rest for a day and then go to another day and practice and practice nothing but power moves. Mm-hmm. So it's like breaking down the practice and breaking down the practices to where I'm working out that to go along with it. Yeah, so you're really like uh, dialing in like a focused practice. Like, I mean, I'd say, I'd say it's really easy to get unfocused when mm-hmm. you practice, just because it's fun. And so when you're dancing and stuff, and you're like, "Oh, I kind of just want to do this," but yeah. you got you do need to also train all that stuff that maybe isn't as fun. Mm-hmm. So it's like ha- reminding yourself that yeah, this is also like hard work here. Yeah, like because it's, it's important. important. It's important. I mean, because especially if you want to be good at it and like do these competitions and everything, mm-hmm. you know, so like I just want to be the best I can be at it, really. So mm-hmm. OK, if I'm going to do it. I want to be as best as my body will let me do it for as long as I can do it. Mm. And so what's like, I guess, what is the vision of, of what would make you the best that you can be? Like, what do you think composes that? 
Is it a piece of I think being just genuinely happy mm, okay. Every time I express yeah, myself Just being genuinely happy When I dance answer. No matter win, lose, or draw If I'm not happy with it And I'm not like Oh yeah Fully dancing myself out And being myself Then I'm not doing it right So I feel like That's the actual like trophy At the end of the day Yeah no I agree It's it's important to be Like happy with what you're throwing out You know Win win, lose or draw Like if you're not happy with that I think you're not doing it right Mm -hmm. That's when you really gotta hit the lab And figure it out Um, Because you know this is like I think when you dance It's like a piece of your soul a little bit So if Mm -hmm. that soul is being like displayed wrong you're not being true to yourself exactly so, like it doesn't feel good it's gonna to show me. yeah and it's gonna show yeah obviously and so uh yeah I, th- I think that's a good answer to really you know hit the lab and, and make sure that you're you're happy with what you're doing especially if you're in the lab like you should be always like happy to come up with something that's how you that's how i feel i come up with the most stuff is when i'm like genuinely happy when life is just good Mm. It's like It's nobody's job To make you happy You feel me Like you have to make yourself Happy every day So It starts with you I feel Yeah no It it definitely does And I, there's something To say about that Is is I think When um, Like You know Like In particular Like this last year and, and whatever And coming into this year There's been a lot of Like kind of shit That's just All over the place And it doesn't yeah. It's not It's not fun to see I mean Whatever, whatever you, your beliefs are, really, like you see, like people struggling, and um, I feel like it's easy to go down a rabbit hole of making yourself also feel like crap too. Even if you are really deep into the crap, uh, I think yeah. you got to really look at it and go, "Hey, man, I'm alive. You know, I'm 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 thriving. I'm trying to I'm trying to make my way through, and that's hard work. But recognize that you're putting in the hard work to do that, and it makes you feel better. Yeah. You know, and 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 holding on to that happiness, um, even if it's a small sliver of it, is gonna help you really go. And it, I I'm a big proponent of saying like, your attitude is something that you have control over. Exactly. You can't control the stuff that's outside. That's you know. You can only control your, the way you react. The way to it. you react to it, yeah. And if you can control your emotions, you can control your reactions because you need to have a clear mind and really think through what mm-hmm. you do. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah, like no. I was, talking, stuff. I was talking to somebody actually about this. It's and we we were saying that we think it's because like humans essentially are are like uh, animals, right? We have some animal instincts, you know, in the sense of like if a bear is just pops out of the forest and tries to eat you you're gonna be like yo i gotta get the hell out of here and run like or whatever defend myself like that there's an instinct in you to immediately react to something like it puts an emotion into you to get you to move but a lot of times we're using that same instinct on other things that aren't an immediate threat to us and it makes us freak out it makes our bodies freak out and then we're not thinking rationally we're just trying to escape it or Mm -hmm. Or fight it off, right? It's like a fight or flight kind of yeah, mentality. Yeah. Fight or flight. But the problem is, is the thing that's not in that fight or flight mentality is thinking, like readjusting yourself. Like it might be better to just shield yourself and then think, like, what's the next move? Um, and I think that that's probably really important at this moment to really to not let yourself fall into this, uh, you know, immediate reaction, and you know, take a second to think. What's the best moves to do to put my to make myself succeed and you know and be happy? Chess, not checkers, man. You yeah. feel me? If it was, 
if it was easy everybody would be successful yeah 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 it's it's not and it's not an easy thing to do for sure it's like a it's a very hard thing to do i mean to be honest like it's easy to let your emotions really like control your life uh, but you know i think seeing that seeing how bad it can kind of get you know um i think it's important to really like control that because you do you do have some control over your emotions Hell yeah man i, I used to drink a lot bro like i'm mm. like proud to say that like today right now at this point in time i'm like almost 100 days sober oh shit congrats so like, man and that's like the first so you feel me i'm gonna go on record and say that mm-hmm yeah here's, and we're gonna keep it rocking here's to the next 100 days you feel me yeah congrats water yeah coffee um but no um you know and that that just shows like control man like this this time last year i was a totally different person you mm -hmm. feel me i didn't really have a lot of control and sometimes life has to put you in a position to where it makes you see like mm. yo you need to like chill out you need to gain control of yourself and like and it doesn't hit everybody at the same time you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying so unfortunately I'm, I'm fortunate enough that it did hit me to where i needed to like man up and really sit back and think like mm. you know what i'm saying how am i approaching this like what am i doing wrong and the drinking was a big part of it mm. and i I'm happy to say that you feel me. I have a lot more control just over my life and being happy, knowing that like I'm not emotionally. The drinking was like what was having me emotionally invested in things that didn't matter. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like you put it when you sit and you you really think about it and you just you could you could put yourself in such a deep depression. You don't. Mm -hmm. But it's like it's your job to pull yourself out of that as well. Yeah. So like it's not nobody else gonna come help you do it. You gotta like fight through it. Yeah. And, People are always around to help, you know what I'm saying? But it's up to you to seek that help and, and let your guard down, too. They that was a big part of it. And they, a lot of people won't know that you need help until it's, like, way bad, you know? And so yeah. you, you just got to go, hey, man, I'm struggling and could use some help. And it's Hell, yeah. It's important, I think, to reach out. And, yeah, I mean, and yeah, and I think, you know, getting sober is a, is a, is a huge accomplishment um, and uh, in an effort to realign your life to really be able to be in control of it i mean i definitely think substances can kind of uh no i think getting sober was the best uh best uh thing i've done in a long time yeah you know what i'm saying and that was uh it's been really dope really mm -hmm. dope yeah um so you i want to talk to you a little bit about break bread um and like what you're Word. doing like right now um you got let's shout out to this you got me a shirt here um that's your logo. Yep. Um, so I want to talk to you about uh, like um, what you're trying to do with this thing, because I think you're doing a lot of positive things. So what can you explain like what break bread is? All right. So break bread. First, we start with the word break stands for basic resources, educate all kinds. So what that means said mm. is it doesn't take a lot to influence and it doesn't take a lot to make a difference. Mm. You feel me? Like what I'm doing all started for me just working on an iPhone. You feel me starting a movement to get everybody to you feel me come to these jams when we didn't have no jams come okay. session be able to try to put people on put people in the spotlight and that's pretty much what we're trying to do is just turn it up to where it's like still having jams but also following the guidelines but then still just being able to have fun and like teach the next generation like hey right now the focus is on us because we're throwing jams but also it's like we have to get it right so we can show the next generation like if this shit keeps going like yo you could do it but you got to be able to like follow these guidelines and everything. Mm -hmm. So it's like basic resources educate all kinds. You follow this basic little template that we're setting up right now because we're laying the path of it. 
is going to be able to show people for the future to come. You know what I'm saying? Like, building something to basically outlive yourself and putting your ego aside mm. is what That's a good it's about. Message. And we're just, and the bread part is just, you know, break break bread is such a, like, strong thing it's like that's what jesus did with his people mm. like you break bread but then like the flip of it the way we spell it in bred is because we're breeding people to think like this like you don't mm. need a bunch of flashy things to pursue your dream you feel me all you need is passion and drive and in you know i'm saying faith and you'll be able to make it happen you feel me like mm. i like i like the message um because uh I, i'm gonna mess up this this phrase but uh i've heard it before is is um the well it, fuck i can't even remember it it's it's basically the 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 thing is is that um uh you need to plant trees now and you will never feel the shade of them but you know that your sons and daughters you know the generations after you will be able to Facts. bask in that in that shade and it take like a hundred years to grow a tree yeah like, yeah exactly yeah. and so when you're laying something down you need to you need to do it for the love of the next generation believing in it yeah. that and, it's and, like a hundred percent gonna you feel me pay and, inv- and investing in them because you want that to be you know you want them to see the benefit of it even if you never see the benefit of it and that's, I, right. that's basically how that quote goes but um that's right that's that, i feel that shout yeah. out to whoever wrote that shit yeah i don't know some philosopher or something i don't know i remember <laughs> reading it i can't remember the exact quote but that's that's the basis of it but no i think that that's a great message and uh, this episode of noise of the broke boys is brought to you by cardboard yes that's right i'm talking about the same cardboard that is used to protect your year's supply of preparation h as it is shipped from the warehouse to your residence same cardboard that you used to spin on your back because you were too broke and lazy to walk to that free practice session that your local hip-hop scene provides. And yes, that same cardboard that was used to make the poster of Justin Bieber that you hide in your closet. Don't worry, as a true believer myself, I will not let your secret out. Have you ever wondered what that B in Cardi B's name stands for? Well, it's Bored. Mrs. Cardi Bored supplying your local strip club with the freshest tunes. Cardboard is smooth, strong, and stylish. It's the perfect replacement for all your cardstock needs. Head down to your local dumpster and dive right in to pick up the latest shipment of cardboard and have yourself a Cardi Boardy time. And now, on to the show. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad that you're out there doing this stuff i mean you do it with like moses i think yeah shout out to moses one skills over hype you know what i'm saying that's my partner in this we got another one coming he's throwing a jam get your weight up january 30th mm-hmm. and uh i'm gonna be doing a free workshop before the jam so come out and check that out we're gonna be over at uptown takeout make sure to follow them on ig uptown takeout 916 they've been hosting mm-hmm. all of our events shout out to cause you know what i'm saying um yeah dude we're just getting it in trying to keep working all the time Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so like i guess you know right now obviously there's a lot of lockdowns and stuff and what are your i guess long-term plans for this thing like you know maybe like once stuff starts opening up are you gonna like try to take this 
you know, on the road? Are you going to start throwing bigger jams? Are you going to try to do it more in the Bay Area, too? Are you going to go out to other areas to try to, like, spread this out? Because you're saying it's like a league, right? Mm -hmm. It is a league, and we have a belt. Uh, shout out to B-Boy Morris, our current champion. You feel me? Right now, we're going to be working on some battles with him coming up, some title defenses. Uh-huh, okay. But um, I think the jams are a good look, but also, like, I want to also get the message out. So, like, the plan when things start to open back up is hopefully be able to get in, like, after school program oh, okay. to be able to like help out like in areas you know what i'm saying where they don't have many programs for kids to do because right now mm. it's kind of tough in like the south sack neighborhoods and everything like a lot of kids don't have a lot of outlets and even if like i could do it at a park you feel me like on a saturday morning mm. which is what i've been in works trying to work with some people on but um you know just giving back I feel is the is the main thing, and then the throwing the jam. You know what I'm saying, being able to do that is the celebration of all the hard work that we've already done. So I mm. feel like you know the jam in the league is dope, but we're trying to focus more so on also giving back and pushing a a, a better message that it's like you don't got to be like you know what I'm saying. I, I feel like a lot of people dance right now to be like on, and they feel like they're gonna be like a rapper and like mm. you know what I'm saying get like sponsored by this and like do all that. But it's like you know what I'm saying, you should be your biggest sponsor. Mm. first it's yeah like if you don't believe in yourself how are you gonna let them like how are you gonna make them believe in you that's a good you know that's a good 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 and quote I, be your biggest sponsor be, I, I feel like you should be your biggest sponsor in the game like you should be your biggest fan you should be pushing yourself the hardest and i feel like there's not too many people with that type of mind state a lot of people are just out to get the fame without yeah. the hustle yeah no so, i mean it, i think it's important to invest in yourself like mm -hmm. you you have the vision and you're i mean uh, hopefully you have the vision and so when you're trying to get something else most likely no one else is going to understand your vision you can explain it to them but ultimately they might be like hey i don't know what the hell you're talking about and that's all right it's you got it that's vision. all right but you you have i mean if you're resourceful you can find the resources to make that happen exactly I mean, like i i don't want to toot my own horn but like this I, this podcast started out basically like that i was trying to get help from people and it was like eh, i don't know about that and i was like fuck it let's go yeah I, I had a piece of shit camera i had some crappy lights but look at you i didn't, even have, up, you me? Like, I didn't even have a i had a uh like if you see some of the early podcasts i was like podcasting with people on the floor like we didn't even have a chair so that's, was, like, the, that's a japanese episode you feel yeah, me yeah, like exactly. <laughs> but, uh, so i was just like man just invest in 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 it you know i mean at this point this thing is still really small but it's just like just having the vision to be in having the vision the vision first and then having the passion after that to be able to push it and then eventually that turns into focus it's like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. once you get your plan written out you should be able to focus in on it and just stick to it execute mm. it yeah right? yeah and the hardest part i feel like is just staying true to a lot of people because it's harder if, like you get outside influences telling you this is dope this is not but if you're true to it in your heart and you feel me you go with what you feel like Regardless, you're always gonna win because you stay true to yourself. So word, word, yeah, no, that's dope. So do you you, you obviously carry that mentality into your your dancing too, right? Yeah, independent. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying, I think that's why I do a lot of like better with solo battles. Mm -hmm. What I liked when when I see you dance, I like that, um, especially when you're battling. I'll see somebody come out. Maybe they're moving a hundred miles an hour, and you come out, and you don't move them 100 miles an hour you take your time yeah like you're not over here going like 
like it's like i don't care what that guy just did i'm mm -hmm. i know what i'm gonna do and i'm confident in what i'm gonna do and you take your time with it and i think that that's really important and it's i think it's a testament to knowing to you knowing how to how to best showcase your skills yeah you know? i mean you look at like basketball and everything and like football you're not gonna see like these same guys running the same plays they have playbooks uh -huh. and everything and their yeah. practices they execute what they practice so it's like regardless of what the other team's gonna do i have my playbook i'm gonna as long as i execute mm. my plays to the best of my ability then i'm gonna be able to prevail mm. yeah so it's yeah. like you just gotta stay focused and just be about it you mm. know put in that work and be about it. and if you're putting in that work it's gonna show you know what i'm saying yeah that's what i think who said that mike tyson where uh you know the hardest work is like is in the um is in is in the gym the the fight is easy yeah like you're yeah. just doing what you've what been you doing. practiced yeah. yeah and so you know i think if you're approaching battles and just dancing like that man dude, it means that you're putting in the, the effort you're putting in the time to really be dope yeah and you know it, it takes a lot of time man I, i've been doing this for a minute now i'm thinking like 16 years breaking mm -hmm. just straight so yeah i mean i'm kind of getting up there too i mean i was I counted like 19 or almost 20 years now. Yeah. It's like crazy. <laughs> it's going in, man. Never stop. Yeah, no, I mean. It's the fountain of youth. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's, it's a dope thing to, to be able to have. It's a dope it, talent. Yeah, it kind of is actually. Like a lot of, you know, B-boys, B-girls look a lot younger than they, yeah. than, than the people, you know. Yo, shout out to Profo, man. Like he's yeah. 45, killing it, bro. Yeah, like, looking like he's 18 or whatever. Yo, like. Healthy as hell. Yeah, no, I mean, young man, young man. I'm just like, all right, it, I guess you know, because not only does it keep you young in terms of like exercising and really doing, but I think there's also like a mental quality to it because you really have you have this ability to really flex your creative mind in a space that really uh, want you know encourages that. I think that's really. It, it's I'm not a doctor or nothing, but I feel like that probably helps out your health. It's very therapeutic. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Very therapeutic. And um, I d uh, back to going and throwing jams. I do like to throw jams. Uh -huh. Don't get it twisted. Because I do. I am a competitor. I feel like, yeah, battling is very therapeutic for me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because like, I'm, when I'm battling, I don't really think that I'm battling like somebody else. I'm not battling you. I'm battling myself. And I think that's why I take my mm -hmm. time. Because it's like, people might be going 100 miles. And that was learned. Like, I had to learn how to do that. Mm. It's like, at first, I used to just go off of emotions and battle and you know you, you learn you live and you learn yeah yeah and so like i guess now now when you enter battles or like uh when you're just actually just entering a circle to just dance whether it's a battle or not um what what is going on in your mind like how are you approaching it is there like a certain thing that you're you know i feel like on? every time i enter a circle it's a battle with myself honestly mm. not to sound like cliche or nothing but i feel like it's a battle with myself and i'm like leaving it on the floor the energy that i carry and that good or bad i'm leaving it on the floor and releasing it and expressing myself through my moves and like the way but the way that i look at putting together moves i look at it like from a sports perspective of like what's gonna blow up right here what transition should i do mm. like this and i relate a lot of like putting together sets and everything to like like i said basketball plays and playbooks and now like actually trying to break it down move by move practice this by this to mm. like piece it together mm. it comes i think it comes from playing a lot of 2k and madden <laughs> like for real yeah well it's, uh you know one of the things i think that's important when you train is like really training like your instinct to react a certain way when 
a song is doing something or like when you're just feeling a certain way you're mm -hmm. just training your body to do that like uh, whether it's a certain specific move or whatever i think it's just important to really focus on that feeling and having that relate to something that you want it to be related to most definitely and training when you're tired because like mm. a lot of people get tired and just call it call it at practice but like, <laughs> all right i'm done it's like nah when you're tired you got to push yourself more because like if you can throw it when you're tired you can definitely throw it when you got the adrenaline of battle and so it's like you got to run it until you just can't no more and just keep pushing it over and over and over again so a lot of people will be like oh i got this move one time in practice and then spend the rest of practice freestyling mm, yeah like, nah, yeah drill that Drill it, yeah, no, and d stamina is, I feel like that's one of the most under underappreciated things in the in the game. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I see so, like, I, I mean, I feel like every B-boy, every B-girl out there can throw, like, some good rounds, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Unless you're just dirt terrible, but, <laughs> but, uh. But I mean, if with everything being, like, two rounds, of course you're going to yeah, be able to course. throw a couple of rounds. Yeah, like, you know no, so, like, when you see when you see some of these elite b-boys that are, like, going out and doing, like, 10-round battles and you see them just gas out, it's like, okay, I can now see the real holes in your problem, in mm -hmm. your breaking because, like, when you start getting tired, you get lazy and you, you exactly. stuff, like, just disappears and then you see what they weren't training, really, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And, and that's why it's always good to train your foundation. In yeah, everything footwork, yeah. power, transitions, just like basic foundation. When you're tired, you can always rely on that shit. Yeah, I, I know when uh, Munir was like, he had a big run with like Red Bull, and he was winning a lot of stuff. I remember being like amazed at how much stamina that guy had because he was like, you'd see him do like five rounds straight or something, and he looks like he's fresh to it, like just yeah, not tired at all. And he, I was just like, man, this guy trains like he's like he's going to war or something mm -hmm. you know what i mean like he's out he's this is this is eat, this is cake for him right now doing yeah, five yeah. rounds like this is not a big deal to him so i you know i salute to people who can do that i mean that's that's oh, crazy yeah. and that's i think that's how to really get the next uh, level of uh compet uh competitions you know you gotta be focused man you gotta be focused yeah it's um i guess so like what what's what's your thoughts on um on like the the current scene now you know we're very focused i think on competitions and stuff like mm -hmm. what do, what is your thoughts on that um i feel like the state of the scene right now is dope i like the the online like i, I feel that it was a dope move for people to adapt you know mm. what I'm saying like shout out to Break Free, like how they did. I participated in a Break Free online one. Okay, and I'm not just saying because I participated, but I think that what they're doing right now with the whole online mm -hmm. is like a dope thing. I, I wish you know what I'm saying like gems would be the way it's supposed to be, but um, you know that sucks. It is what it is. As far as I think in the scene, I feel like I feel like there's not enough like competition far as not hatred but like just friendly competition like everybody's like too buddy buddy wants to be liked by everybody mm. and it's like you know i feel like to be the best you feel me heavy is the head that wears the crown you gotta take some some people hating on you you're gonna have to take some l's because they don't like you and mm. i think there's not enough people driven to be like that to really like become a champion because they want to be liked by everybody and it's bringing a lot of b-boys down and they're dancing because people are dancing alike and they're doing mm. moves that they think like the German taps hella much. Like mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Everybody does German taps or everybody does like it's the easiest move. The, to the crash easiest. Into. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like 
is everybody ends up looking the same because they want to be liked and they're dancing to be liked and not dancing to express themselves. So um, that part of the scene is kind of saddening. But, you know, on the other hand, there's a lot of dope people out there that are influencing creativity and stuff. And mm -hmm. Yeah, you know who they are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I name you know, nobody. you know who I think is really dope right now is uh, uh I think his name is Kuzia, Kuzia, Kuzia. Yeah, like a Russian cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know um, what you talk about. Like, I mean, he's a dope b boy, but I I look at his Instagram and he has some really interesting ways that he's kind of just adapted because he he does. It looks like he does like some kind of like photo video, video editing and stuff. So he'll make mm -hmm. these like loops of him breaking where he'll do like a quick throwdown or whatever, hit a freeze and then slide himself off screen. And then it'll be him coming in doing the same set again. Oh, or like, that's sorry. Like he got the edits. Like he edits. He edits himself, so he's doing like a routine with himself. And I'm like, that's tight. You know, he he was a he was a battle cat that was just out there battling like crazy. And then when mm -hmm. everything shut down, he was like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna put some more creativity into like my video editing and exactly. use my breaking into it. And I was like, man, that's a, such a great way of like adapting. Just to stand this whole focused. Thing, yeah. Do you feel me? And pushing yourself to still work on your mm -hmm. on your shit. So, yeah, that's what's dope. Yeah, so I, I like seeing that, and um, you know, I guess uh, you know, I, I salute to people who are really like trying to keep everything alive. You know, with these online battles, I'm not, I'm not really a huge fan of them because I think it kind of, um, I'm not hating on them, but they feel like uh, not like a battle. You know what I mean? Yeah, it feels oh, like yeah. here's a showcase, here's a showcase, here's a showcase. Different things. I mean, but salute to it. I mean, you're doing what you can with it. You know, but I, I'm excited to see like more battles. You know, definitely when they had the the Red Bull, where I think they tested people and yeah, them, that was that was tight. Like that, it was kind of like how they do with the MMA and stuff. Yeah, like it, it's it's they it, had I the think, bubble, the Red Bull bubble. Yeah, <laughs> or like I guess they were kind of doing it with like um like the NBA too, where they're like mm -hmm. people in a bowl for a little while. But yeah, it's I, I I like that. I thought it was pretty dope. It was like who won the Red Bull this year? It was. Uh, oh, it's uh, um, um, the Japanese kid, yeah, Shigekis. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, he's he's dope, yeah. Um, so seeing that, I was like, hey, look at this, looks like a regular battle, yeah, but you know, it's in a time that obviously, like, regular battles are not really something that can be happening on a wide scale. So I, I, I was I, I was happy to see that, and you know, as things open up, I hope that we kind of get back to uh, what we're all used to because I think everybody's really starving for that a little bit. You know, and I hope moving forward, we all have like, uh, I don't know, we, we just take precaution, the right precautions with, you know, with this disease and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I guess, what what do you think about that? Like how, like once stuff starts opening up, how do you think it's going to affect the scene? Because I, I have a feeling that it's just never going to be really the same, but I want to have the same Man. vibe and atmosphere as before. But you know. I don't know. I feel, I feel like on one hand. People are going to be, like, so hyped to want to get back to a battle. Like, the yeah. first battle somebody throws is going to be, like, they're going to, everybody's going to go to. Yeah, when when freestyle session starts up again, I think it's going to be <laughs> Man, bananas or, like, IBE or whatever. You're going to see hell. But, um, honestly, I don't know, man. I'm, I don't know. I'm taking it one day at a time, hopefully, you know what I'm saying? Just trying to promote my events, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because we're the, the little bit of people that we're getting that's been, you know what I'm saying, solely coming to our events and helping and supporting we really like want to give a shout out to y'all y'all been like keeping us afloat with the yeah. break bread and the skills over hype shout out to all of our sponsors you know what i'm saying like i don't know i don't know what's gonna happen but uh 
Yeah, I try not to get into politics. Yeah. I feel like my politics is my politics. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just politics is just politics. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's none of anybody's business (laughs) at the end of the day, really. Um, A lot of this shit is none of anybody's business, I think. But, um, you know, um, I think, uh, what was I going to say? Is like with, uh, like, I I think the thing I'm kind of concerned with a little bit with when once things like because people got really used to dancing like away from each other mm-hmm. and then you know essentially this is a social dance right so when you come back you know with these jams after a long break from it how's that gonna feel i know it's gonna feel different for sure yeah. you know what i mean and um, so i want to like i want to i want to see if there's some smart way to like come into that slowly like get yourself into that you the know? homie wacko did a jam in Oakland, the Rock and Break. It was okay. like the last of the Rock series, and he did a socially distanced jam, mm-hmm. and he like did it at, at a park, in a um, okay, on a basketball court. But he taped off everything like six feet apart, mm-hmm. and he had like temperature checks at the at the front, like okay. hand sanitizer. The dancers were separated and everything, mm-hmm. and I felt like that was a really good look, like to take and do that. So shout out to Waco and everybody that was involved in that. But that was a really good look for like a socially distanced jam mm. it kind of sucked because it was on concrete and motherfuckers was like oh, no. <laughs> no everybody that was in it because i was in like a seven to smoke in the top eight oh, okay <sighs> these niggas started doing like babies and stuff on the concrete and halos. <laughs> i was just like no nah, i gotta keep like, that <laughs> i'll go get a job <laughs> like, <I'm out>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no but yeah that's that shit was tight and um i feel like if jams like start getting approached more like that mm-hmm. there's hope but also it's like Niggas got to be able to do it at a park because ain't nobody, ain't no dance studio about to give us a dance studio right now. Yeah. Shout out to Great House of Dance, though. They're giving us a dance studio. Make yeah. sure you go mess with them. Sunday today, I think. It's Sunday, yeah. Sunday, Soul yeah. Train Sunday today, so. Yeah. Yeah, nobody's got a dope spot because it's, like, open, too. Mm-hmm. So he he can kind of comply. He can have his dance studio comply with a lot of these, like, uh, regulations and stuff. So he's got a good spot. I know, like, he's done some jams there and everything, mm-hmm. too. So. so shout out to that. Um, my mom's just calling me. Shout out to my mom. She's just calling me. Shout, <laughs> shout out to my kids and my wife, Bree. I love you. You Dope. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so, uh, one thing I want to talk to you about is like your style. I think it's very, um, you know, like I said, it. you take your time with it. You're not in a rush. You, you're trying to display everything the way you want to display it. And you're very musically um, oriented. Um, so, what do you think is like the importance of musicality in your dance? I think it's everything first okay. um i think it's first and foremost the most important thing it's like if you're not listening to the music what are you dancing to yeah like so and um i think yeah musically you should always listen to the music always mm-hmm. so when you judge like a battle or something is that the first thing you're looking at and i guess mm-hmm. what are the other things you look at too so yeah the first thing i definitely am looking at is, is this guy on beat I'm like, how is uh, how's the format of them approaching the rounds? Like, if they're following the traditional style where it's like top rock, get down, footwork, mm-hmm. power move, freeze, or like, what are they doing with that? Um, definitely judge on the outfit because how they approach <laughs> the game really matters. I think that people don't put enough emphasis too on the pack. The final part of the package is the presentation. Mm-hmm. So if you look a certain way, it's going to automatically catch a judge's eye. I try to dress up a lot more these days when I go to jams and everything mm-hmm. because it's going to make you stand out. 
You know what I'm saying? That's the one one of the key components to winning is what's going to make you stand out. If a person has to sit and judge 300 people all day. It's part of the presentation. Yeah. You know, I mean. So I definitely judge on outfits. If you yeah. got me judging, I'm going to be like, is this guy fly or is he a bum? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's like it's not actually your dance, you know, but it's how you're presenting it. Mm-hmm. And that's a piece of the package, you know, like, like, you know, I feel like Muhammad, the flyer I'm dressed, the better I'm going to dance. Exactly. Yeah. What I was going to say is like Muhammad Ali, when he was fighting, like, you know, he'd have the fresh, the fresh shorts on mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, and that's not necessarily like saying his boxing is good because of it, but he's it feeling makes, good. He's yeah. like, yo, I got the, the flyest shit on right now. And like, I feel confidence. like the king of the world. Yeah. His confidence is up there. So it's kind of like. It does a little bit matter, you know, and, mm-hmm. and and really representing yourself. I mean, yeah, I mean, and, and that's you. I'm saying we're, we're doing that break bread too. I'm doing these online tutorials. I'm uh, mm-hmm. getting ready to drop my second one. Okay, but um, selling confidence, man. Like trying to get people to boost up their confidence and hop in these ciphers. Hop on. You don't even got to dance in ciphers with people. Just break at home by yourself. But like boost your confidence up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, yeah. and enjoy, enjoy it. Like that's always. The, that's rule the, number one is to enjoy it. Don't do it if you don't enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, and so with these tutorials is it like do you have a youtube channel or is there something yes break bread tv on youtube okay break mm-hmm. bread tv okay on youtube so the first one will be dropping tomorrow okay and uh, i mean the second one will be dropping tomorrow the first one's already up there we did crickets and the second one will be dropping tomorrow around noon Mm-hmm. okay sick yeah and is it kind of like a tutorial kind of like how my brother does his tutorials or is it like something kind of different or like yeah it's kind of like that just you know to the point break it down where it's like okay um, when we did the crickets, we broke down the movements of it, did it in slow-mo, and just trying to, like, show you how to basically get it. And yeah. just the, basically, like, the channel is to give, like, tips and tools on how to, like, craft. How, yeah, giving together. you the vocabulary of the dance. And know? eventually, like, have different b-boys featured on it to give, you know, tips from their stuff and, like, you know, have people build with each other. Yeah, no, that's important for sure. And getting, I think definitely getting different perspectives on the dance is like important. That's kind of why I bring so many different people on the yeah. show because it's like I want to pick their brain about what what they do to make their dance dope, you know. And like uh, you got, um, you know, like so when you're doing tutorials and shit, and you got uh, you got a different person out there doing, um, you know, showing like what 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 they're all about, like what their found what their fundamental moves are, how they like put together like a round or a set mm-hmm. or something like i think that's an important thing to really show oh yeah um <clears throat> so um right now one of the hot topics in breaking is uh the olympics and how yeah it's, that's right it, there's so much shit going on with the olympics that's a juicy topic it's very juicy <laughs> like i guess what what are your thoughts on it right now uh first off I don't know what's all the stuff behind it or what goes into it, but mm-hmm. like, I don't know how the battles are gonna be judged and all that. But I think it's dope. I am gonna say I think it's dope. Mm-hmm. I'm like pro Olympics, but it's like at what cost? Like, mm. I'm like, you know, it'll come out and we'll we'll see in the future. But uh, I'm definitely, I think there's a qualifier coming up in March in Texas. Okay, like one of the first battles for it. Okay, so um. It's like broken down into categories. I'm definitely trying to get in it. Like, mm. I, even if I don't make it on the team or anything, it's like historic. So, yeah, I no. think it's a good look. I think it's finally going to be able to separate the people who do this and the people who are trying to be professional and do this and like 
actually make a decent living off of it. So it's going to be like, if you're not presenting a professional package, like, this shit's going to the Olympics. Like, why would I get just Joe Blow off the street? Yeah, okay. And do some fucking windmills and can't teach. Yeah, no, I see. Um, yeah, I, I really don't know how they're doing the battles either, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's cool that they're doing these qualifiers. I feel like, uh, and like, are they going to do it kind of like how they do, I guess, other sports where they do, like, the qualifiers for it, and then they're to training as a team for, like, the next right. couple years? Like, yeah. isn't that how they do the gymnastics and stuff? I mean, because it's not till... I'm going to keep it solid. I've never watched the Olympics, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've watched it a little bit. I think I've watched I the World know. Cup a couple of times. That's okay. Like, that's about it. The World Cup, actually, I think they have, like, a kind of dope way of structuring their, their tournaments. That should be going on for, like, a month, huh? Well, because what they do is they put, like, I think it's four teams in a group, and then they just do a whole bunch of... Um, uh, matches between them all and the one who's just winning the most out of it goes on to the next one and so it's like it's like usually brazil it's just like all right brazil wins this one yeah, <laughs> yeah but i mean but they'll basically they'll basically have a match between everybody in their little four per four mm -hmm. um team group and the winner of that uh then gets to move on so yeah. it's kind of mini competitions to go to the top. So it's kind of like, I feel like if you had that in breaking. Yeah, I was like, that sounds kind of tired. Yeah, like losing one battle is not like the end of the world. You right. actually can still win your bracket if you're just going off. And, you know, you got mm. multiple matches to really do it. I feel like. Yeah, that's some people, you know what I'm saying, hesitate on the prelims sometimes trying to throw too much. Yeah, yeah, no. And I mean, what, yeah, that's one of the things that I look at. The, the scene right now um, with how a lot of battles are structured is it's kind of arbitrarily become, you know, one round, two round, three round battle and uh, throw everything you got in those rounds. So your round is going to be like a minute long or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's and honestly, that's not how breaking was when I first no, started. It's, it's so different yeah. to me now. And and I'm curious if it's because of just the way we do battles now. And if there was a way that we could do battles that maybe didn't require that you know in my opinion i think, I think if bring, there was more rounds bring back time battles you know what i'm saying eliminate the rounds those. and just be like all right we're gonna battle for three minutes straight mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and just be like dude like and then the judges are keeping score you feel me and at the end just tally up how many scores that the judges got which enables the judges to actually pay attention because a lot of judges don't be paying attention sometimes <laughs> i don't you yeah those people should not be judging because that's like what you're there to do Man. it's but it's, uh um, I think I think having time battles is is a better look than I, having like rounds. I I miss the days when we had like a bunch of different styles of just battles. You know, time battles, mm -hmm. round for round battles. You had crew battles. You had one break um, or one move. Yeah, yeah. You had. <laughs> I mean, you had. Um, uh, you know what's it called? Like uh, seven of smokes and just mm -hmm. like all these weird kind of like different concepts and different like, battling concepts. And it ultimately goes back to this group versus that group or this dude versus that dude. But so uh, what was that jam you guys used to go up to in Oregon all the time? Um, that one had the seven. It was like a, it wasn't a seven song. It was King um, of the Hill. Yeah, that was uh, uh, Ashes to Ashes. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Moon Patrol. Yeah, that, I remember because they had like Raheem out that one year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, came they out. They had like one. the King of the Hills. That was a tight battle. Yeah, I mean, that they, I mean, I think it was, they did King of the Hill and it was basically Seven to Smoke, um, their version of it. I think IBE is the ones that used to do Seven to Smokes. But, anyways, but yeah, they, they would just get all the like dopest people mm -hmm. at that time and just go off. I mean, I remember Rock, that was one of the first 
times Rockstrike was really like blowing up. Like, mm. One of his huge battles, uh, he won that thing like kind of easily too. And um, that training man, Rocks, and, shout out to Rockstrike. Uh, he, he be training. And, I mean, he. I think that was like the start of his like huge like win streak. Like he did like a hundred jams that he won or something. Yeah. Streak. I feel like that one was one of the first ones to really kick that off. I, I remember. Um, but yeah, no, the, I missed I missed those things. There's not a lot of um. I feel like there's not a lot of variety in the um. A lot of variety in the uh, the the way that we do these competitions nowadays. So I guess what what would you like to see with that? A lot like breaking down stuff. I want to see like more footwork battles for the footwork heads. I want to okay. see like. You feel me? Shark Tank battles for the cypher heads. You feel me? Mm. Like a 30 minute Shark Tank. You feel me? Like have like six people sign up and got to go like 15 minutes or something. Just head to head in a cypher. Mm-hmm. Like I want to see more creativity. Like it's going to force people to not have to throw these long ass impactful rounds. Because it's, it's like I like it when you have a cypher. You got to break it down. It's like I can get out there, roll out, do a quick little in and out. Get out and let you come out and do your whole set. Mm-hmm. So I like I think Shark Tanks to try. I like power move battles like those are usually those are more popular these days i see a lot of like power move battles it's cool but like i want to see if we're gonna have like a power move battle. i want to see like more ground power guys go against like air power air power guys so i'd want to see more like exhibitions mm. if it's like power yeah but like mainly i want to see like footwork battles and like mm-hmm. shark tank battles where it's like i want to see the i want to see the technique behind people's craft like i want to see the skill behind it like okay you practice all this stuff but like can you execute when it's time to execute mm. can you execute under pressure like in different circumstances not just on a big stage can you do it in a small circle do you have control mm. can you do flare 90 in a, in a cypher like yeah you know so yeah i mean i guess kind of what i'm getting from that is like would it be dope to have like in the, if this was the olympics to have multiple different um uh events categories that you can compete in you know kind of like how gymnastics is where they got like floor routines and they got rings and stuff like instead of doing something like that you have power battle you got footwork battle you got you know uh i don't know whatever seven to smoke or whatever you could break a whole jam down like that (laughs) and just be like okay we got the exhibitions for the power move exhibitions and we got the footwork exhibitions and then we got the shark tank to end the uh, jam. Because I, I definitely feel like the way most battles are nowadays, it kind of caters to one style of breaking. And mm-hmm. so you always see those type of b-boys winning that stuff. Um, but then you get like, you know, some of the, 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 the uh, I don't know, like flexible guys that are doing like some kind of crazy blow up stuff. Mm-hmm. And th- those sometimes, those guys sometimes have like kind of no chance against in the, the popular guy. The popular the one. Popular where it's style. like I, I call it like the one of everything kind of mm-hmm. uh, style. Uh, if you don't have one of everything and you just have a lot of one thing, I don't think you can survive in that air in that kind of uh, battle situation. But you know, someone like Lil Amok, mm-hmm. like that guy is crazy. Yeah. But he there's no way he'd ever win a Red Bull. Like he'd get exactly. smashed. Yeah, yeah. But if he was in like trick battle, dude, he'd win it every time or whatever. You know what I mean? So I like it and. And I, I would love to see these multiple, I'd love to see these multiple um, events happen where, you know, you could see people with different styles really thrive. Right. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's up to the promoters to like get these battles popping and everything. It's like everybody watches, but it's like, who's, 
who's doing it. It's a lot of like people just wanting their friends to be put on, on and on and on. And it's just the, that's why we see so much of the same people winning the same jams and the same style being emulated over and over and over yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. It's like people aren't really um, pushing difference. They're just pushing the same thing because it's cool. And, you know, I, that's, I have, what, that's what trends are. Yeah, I have a feeling that it kind of goes along with how people have been judging a lot of battles too. It's because, yeah. you, you know, there's a big emphasis on having the one of everything. And so then if that's always winning everything and that's how all those jams are structured, everyone wants to do that because that's how that's what's going to win. Right. But I think if you did have multiple events and you see, oh, I can kind of do whatever I want. Now all you're, you're thinking more about, hey, I can be a winner in whatever I want to do. So I just need to figure oh, yeah. out what I want to do, you know, and I, I, I think that would be dope. I, I, I definitely feel like putting overemphasis on competition is something you don't necessarily want to do because ultimately this is an art form and you should be expressing yourself the way you want to. Mm -hmm. But I do see how competitions have really blown up in our scene and it's, you know, all the events are really structured around that. So I don't necessarily want to stop doing that, but I do want to promote more of a, uh, Hey, you can do whatever you want in this thing and be Hell successful. Yeah. yeah. I think there should be more ciphers thrown, just like for cipher sure. parties and everything, you know? Like Yeah, that gets that gets brushed off. I mean, mm -hmm. I've been to some big events that like literally have no ciphers and yeah. you, you go there and you're kinda like, what is this? And like it's not it's not really a break and jam anymore, you know? Nah. Cause you don't have a cipher, like what do you call this? This is just a competition. And I mean, if that's what you want out of it, I guess, but that's yeah. not you know that's not really like what breaking is when you break it down you know yeah exactly um so i don't know uh, i think i think i'm i'm with it with the olympics i think it's a great opportunity um and i think we just need to really uh, i think if people careful. organize yeah and be careful that it could be a really good look for a lot of people mm -hmm. who have been dancing for a long time and it's like if you really organize and get your shit in order I feel like it could put a lot of work in people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying a lot of work for people out. So, yeah, no. And I think that that's an important thing is to really, you know, if you can, if you can get paid for like what you really love doing, like that's, that's so great. That's a blessing right there. And so I think this gives opportunity to that. And um, I guess the, the thing to really be careful with would be, um, and this is something I was talking to Serge at one point. Um, he was saying, um, you know, to make sure that, we're not moving forward to 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 give or to turn hip hop into something that's for the people that have and and not for the people that have not. And I guess what he means by that is, uh, uh, you know, to to not just polish off hip hop and say this is what it is. You know, mm -hmm. uh, all that grimy stuff that actually is part of it, like. Don't worry about that stuff. That's no more. That's not hip hop anymore. You know, like right. we don't want to present it with that. We want to present it with everything that's involved. Yeah, in yeah, like, exactly. You know? And we can't go forward if we don't know our past. Like for me, if you don't know your past, how are you going to push forward to make it better? You just end up going in a circle. Yeah. So I, I, I'm hoping that when we we have the Olympics on this big scale, I think you're going to see a lot more people uh, that have never seen breaking before get really interested in it and want to start it. You know, oh, yeah. and I just want to make sure to usher those people in with the right information yeah. know, and give them the right picture of what w we do and not like some kind of dusted off picture that yeah, is yeah. like super clean and shiny. They think it's this is a like 
you know, like this, this, this isn't dance 360, you know what I mean? Like tag shout you out, man, tag you man. shout out to that show. But like, you know, if, if you, if, if that's what you think hip hop is, I think, I feel like you're missing a huge part of it. You know what yeah. I mean? So I don't want, I, I don't want these new people seeing it going like, oh yeah, we're going to do dance 360, mm-hmm. man, you know? Um, Damn. <laughs> so, um, uh, one thing I want to talk to you about um, is, um, like, do you have any other creative hobbies? Uh, like, Yeah, recently I started making shirts, um, getting into, like, trying to design stuff like that. It's been really cool. Um, I like to write. Okay. You know, other than that, I really just focus on dancing a lot. Like, it's my one hobby that I feel like I just get the most out of. It's the happiness. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. There's other things I like to do, but like yeah. at the end of the day, nothing beats like going to my backyard and just practicing. Mm. And do you think any of those things like kind of bleed into each other? Like, do you th- do you feel like you get inspirations from like outside of uh, of hip hop and it, you know, and then same thing else like hip hop inspires like some of the other creative hobbies you do? Um. Yeah. I mean. I think I've drawn inspiration from like different things outside of hip hop. Like I watched a lot of like Disney recently with my son. Mm. So like we watched uh, we watch a lot of the show Hamilton. Oh yeah, yeah. I've drawn like a lot of inspiration from that and just like learning different stuff from that. The choreography in it is really dope. I like mm. a lot of their their charismatic. I think is how I'm gonna say it right. Like how they're hella charismatic. Mm-hmm. They're, like, putting on the show. Yeah, I haven't it's, seen like, it, really, but I heard it's really, it's really good. good. Yeah. It's like three hours though. Yeah. It's, it's like it's really good though. Yeah. But, and uh, it's basically like a hip hopified like story of uh, Yeah. Uh, of uh, Alexander Hamilton. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's 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 really good. Okay. But like I've watched that, trying to draw like inspiration from video games, you know mm. what I'm saying? Comic books. Mm. Just anything that like I have interest in, really. Like I started reading this uh Wu-Tang Manual by RZA. Oh, yeah, I heard of that. End of the 36 Chambers. Uh-huh, yeah. It's pretty interesting. It's got, like, some pretty entertaining facts in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was, like, you know, drawing some inspiration from just how, like, they were watched. They got a, a whole list of all the Wu-Tang references, movies that they reference oh, in okay. the book. So, like, yeah, starting yeah. to watch, like, those movies and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you know pretty, what? Some pretty good shit. You know what I like about that is they have, they reference a lot of, um, uh, like, Eastern philosophy in, mm-hmm. in that book. And it's like really legit stuff. I mean, it's not just like a joke or anything. Like, they, there's some like real knowledge that they dropped. Yeah, apparently that, so. RZA really went to like the temples and shit. Yeah, I so think like, so. And he I mean, like he's went out there. Yeah, he's not. It's he's not just joking around like with it. It's like real. It's real dope. And mm-hmm. you know, so, um, yeah. No, I I like that. I read a little bit of the book too. And I mean, he, they reference like Sun Tzu and they reference like yeah. Confucius and stuff. So it's a lot of like really important figures that have shaped i guess philosophy and and um uh you know intellectual thought in the east so um so yeah no that's dope you get inspiration from stuff like that and movies and i mean that i feel like most people probably do the same i guess how do how do you like can you give me like maybe an example of like a, a movie or like a video game that really like inspired you to do something and how it did that um true i was doing this um this I'm a really big wrestling fan. So, like, I've been playing wrestling yeah. video games ever since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And, like, 
uh, I would be doing this burn where I would like grab somebody and like body slam them and take <laughs> the elbow pal off and throw it in the crowd. Oh, and I would elbow. do yeah, I'll do the people's elbow burn into like some tap mills and everything. Like I've done it in a couple of battles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like that came from like a video game like that. And uh I got just like a couple of little burns. Like I tried to do the Michael Jackson lean in like a uh, mm. in the middle of like top rocks on beat. Mm. It's like drawing inspiration like that or like just different burns talking to like Flitz or like Rob Nasty. Shout out to Flitz and Rob Nasty too. Cause like they're a lot of inspiration on the burns and the rocking, you know what I'm saying? Mm. It's really Bur burns are like an underappreciated part of breaking. I Yo, think. Cause for real. like, I mean, I feel like cause not, not everybody could do it. Not a lot of people do them anymore. Cause I mean, not everybody can do it. Everybody's like trying to just be like, like when, when <laughs> like, Ness was out there, like really battling a lot, like 2010 or whatever, that dude was throwing some sick freaking burns. But then, I feel like he kind of stopped breaking and like some of that shit would not be okay now though <laughs> for sure yo the, is, yeah, the coldest burn ones. i think i ever seen him do was he like he was battling against some b-girl and he like grabbed her threw her on the ground and freaking humped the ground and then pulled a condom out and threw her oh on the I yeah like, i was like oh r.i.p dude this is crazy Nigga, they would stop the jam nowadays they do that shit they like oh, uh, get him out of here it's yeah, that's it's <laughs> not cool. <laughs> but that was like the coldest burn I think I've ever seen in my life. That's pretty like, crazy, man. <laughs> Turn is tripping. Oh my but God. yeah, but I mean, you don't see any like really creative burns out there. Anymore, yeah, you know? people like I said, everybody want to be like, but nobody, everybody's afraid to like mm -hmm. be the bad guy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You feel me? And it's like you're not gonna be the bad guy your whole life per se. But hey, it wouldn't hurt to be the bad guy in a battle one time and yeah. just be like, you know. Or uh, well, you know what though? Like even Hulk Hogan turned heel. <laughs> yeah, like, he did. Yep. Like, even Hulk Hogan, and it was hella tight. But I was gonna say, like, burns don't need to make you the bad guy either, though, because mm -hmm. like, there's a lot of there's a lot of burns, really creative ones I've seen that are just like kind of goofy. But did you see you know, the like, Flexum um, does some stuff? My brother does a lot of like goofy ass burns. That fool Kareem did the flip off, like it was like the the like flare like this to the head spin like that. It was, like flare oh, I don't remember that flipped one. Off. The one I that really like, the one I like that he does is he um. He walks up like he's about to draw guns like a like a freaking, I don't know, like a cowboy or whatever. Yeah, and he walks up and then he jumps out, pulls him out and then uh, the coin, coin drops drop. and he's just shooting as he's doing it. It's like that's some, pretty tight, like some Matrix shit or something like I think that's a dope ass burn. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I'm trying to think of some other really some really good ones I've seen. But like, you know, Flexum has a lot of like really goofy ass burns and it's like he's not the bad guy for them. He's, he's nah, it, yeah. like, but it like really matches his style i think a, like, i think yeah. a good burn can change the pace of a battle if you're real like if you know what you're doing and you use it at the right time you can snatch the momentum back from your opponent really quick yeah no i mean because like, it's just it's a clown it's like yeah a good you can, clown if you can catch somebody powerful. like the audience out of nowhere too when they're like in it a good burn will change the pace of the battle and bring yeah. you back yeah i mean seriously i mean it, it's if, if you can if you can hit him hard like that yeah I mean, it's it, pretty it, good it changes stuff i mean really like that kind of bush bush, bush, had, bush kills all, it like he's a lot burns. of dope burns foots had dope burns yep you know yeah. what i'm saying abe had good burns too mm -hmm. um uh yeah no i mean actually a lot of people in sac had some dope burns. yeah sac be coming with the talent that's right sacramento <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. shout out to sac uh yeah no i, I i'd love to see more burns it, it kind of sucks because i think they've uh they're banning a lot of like you know more like sexualized burns in like the um the olympics and stuff oh yeah but honestly time to be professional well you know what it is 
those burns were already played out. So yeah, like you yeah. probably like I, I don't like censorship, but a also don't like not being creative. Yeah, yeah. Let let's let's see some creative burns there. Yeah. I mean like you know, um yeah, hopefully we'll see some 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 cool stuff. I don't know. I I I would hate to see burns just disappear because of Yeah, that. it's a good part of battling. I really really do like I like to burn people a lot. It yeah, no, it, it it, you, there's there's something about a really good burn i mean like it, it's memorable like mm -hmm. the, the cold you know the one i was talking about with ness like yeah. dude, i'll remember that clearly in my mind because i was like god damn this yeah is, this is it <laughs> it's like when k-mill got on reveal for the uh notepad at who can roast the most oh yeah 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 that, he was, like, that was like a burn but it was just yeah. like some attitude it was like Ugh, yeah. okay oh yeah man there was that was a good one ones. There was some good ones back in the day. Yeah, I'm trying to think of some really dope ones. A lot more burns back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully we see some more of that soon. Um, well, so anyways, yeah, like, uh, we're hitting about an hour right now, so we probably want to close this show out. Um, you yeah. got any last, like, things you want to talk about? Where can people find you? Where can uh, people support? On break Instagram, bread? it's Kobe, C-O-B-I underscore break bread, B-R-E-A-K-B-R-E-D. Mm -hmm. and break bread 2020 b-r-e-a-k b-r-e-d 2020 that's instagram profiles and jacoby mitchell on facebook break bread on facebook we have a page we have a group feel free to invite yourself as a public group and post your dance clips mm -hmm. i'm saying it's just a public platform on tiktok we have break bread tv oh, damn, you same as youtube uh, break bread tv you feel me so just hit that like button subscribe mm -hmm. check us out we'll be dropping all the time mm -hmm. trying to promote the brand pretty soon working on breakbread.com where you can mm. go and buy the merch damn so we're going to be doing that dropping that shout out to skills over hype he's putting in a lot of work with us over there you yeah. know what I mean? my memo one shout out to everybody involved with break yeah. bread you know what i'm saying that's been supporting us from the start um Damn, you're yeah, making man. me feel super lazy because I've been trying to like hey, <laughs> do half of what working, you're talking bro. about and I have like not done it's it. It's not just me though, bro. It's, it's having a good team you yeah, feel me? In, a, in a good circle of people that you feel me and that support and, and see the vision with you. You feel me? And like I said, shout out to Mo because he came through and like really like helped me put it in motion and everything. And like even with the clothing line, like he helped me get that started. So Dope. shout out to Skills Over Hype. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's my dude right there. Yep. Yeah. And you got a powerful crew kind of holding it holding yourself you know to the fire and, and uh, doing your thing so dope yeah so go go check them out um check out this podcast noise of the broke boys on yeah, Instagram. shout out to noise Facebook. of the broke boys you know what i'm saying we out here <laughs> yeah. break bread we broke yeah you know <laughs> for now you know what i'm saying we're gonna get it though yep so thank you guys for watching thank you guys for listening and sorry this show sucks peace <laughs>